Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Um, welcome to our site. Uh, for those that are new to us, we ask that you would like, subscribe, and share. And for those who would like to also support us financially, we have some links where you can support us financially and uh, be a part of our family, if you will. If you need to uh, speak to me, just send me an email, and I will gladly return your requests. So thank you again. And I do appreciate it. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning we are going to uh, move on to another series that I have. And um, it is actually piggybacking on the last series that we had, which was about the spirit, soul, and body. And what we're going to do is look at the Word of God concerning um, healing for each part of the body, spirit, soul, and body. So we're going to look at it individually so that you guys can understand how to get your healing in either aspect of you, your, uh, the individual. And again, we are looking at the individual as a spirit that um, has a soul and lives in a body. And so we know that a few things we had studied that the when a person dies that the spirit goes back to god the originator um people call him the source i call him dad uh then we have those that um the bible tells us based on our decision that we make on this planet here that our soul will go either or that is our choice and the body of course will follow the soul because that's how it's ordained and set up so we know that those that are born again, they are going to get a new, um, they get a new spirit and that they're going to get a new soul and a new body because we're going to look like Jesus, as it says. But those that made the other decision that refused to believe Jesus Christ is, um, had died for their sins and so forth, the Bible also tells us what's going to happen to them. It tells us that hell was prepared for the angels, not for them, 
but because of their choice, they will go where they choose to go. And that um, we had an example of that with Lazarus and the rich man, and we saw what it looked like. And Jesus tells us, he says, don't be afraid of that man who can kill the body, because that's all they can do here on this planet. But he said to be afraid of God who can destroy both body and soul. And we talked about what I feel that's going to happen. I believe that's at the very end of the cycle of the ages, if you will. And that is when uh, we are called, all of us are going to be before the Father himself. And the Bible tells us that that judgment, he's going to look at all the words that we've said, all the things, the actions, the intent of the heart. He's going to look at us. And the Bible tells you and I that we are naked before the Father. So you can't make excuse when you get there. And I believe it's at that place right there that he will destroy souls. So um, that's my belief from, uh, again, but that's not yours, but I just wanted to throw it in there. So what we're going to look at today is just basically set the foundation as to uh, our study. So Jesus makes a statement. He says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth. And I want to, and he, it says in the scripture and the life, but I want to focus that I am the way and the truth. And so we want to take a look at this marker that we're looking at as to what is truth and what are we going to do with truth. And you guys that have been following me, you've heard me talk about truth before and what we are called to do with truth and how we ought to implement it in our life to get certain results that we want. But again, that is one's choice. So now let's take a look at the foundation as we're going to lay this foundation before we embark on uh, this subject about healing for uh, spirit, soul, and body. Numbers chapter 23, um, verses 19, God is not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said it? And will he not do it? Or has he spoken? And will he not fulfill it? So we know that uh, from this scripture right now, we see that God is, he's being, um, explained to us. He's not a man, number one. And he doesn't have the ability to lie. So, um, if that's the case, then everything that he says then is truth. Let's take a look at Hebrews chapter six, verses 18. So that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God, to lie. So we're getting, as we're laying this foundation, we see that God um, can't lie, and we see that it's impossible for him uh, to lie. Uh, let's take a look at Titus chapter 1. In hope of eternal life, which God has never lied, promised before the ages began. So again, one of the things that we are seeing about him is that he cannot, it's impossible for him to lie. And we see that, according to Titus, he has never lied. So again, if we need to come to grips, if you will, with these, um, these, this information that is being laid out before him, let's take a look at James chapter 1, verses 17, that is being laid out before us so that we can make some decisions, if you will. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from God, coming down from the Father of light, with whom there is no variation or shadow of change. means that he is not going to move. If he speaks something, he spoke it, it is what he spoke. And we know that 
he is a God of covenant, and he thinks that way. The scripture says that when he speaks something, it is basically a covenant, and he doesn't break his covenants. So let's take a look and see, um, continue. Let me stop right here and, and tell you guys about James. Uh, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Uh, let me give you a, a story in my life when I was coming up, and I've said this story before. Young Christian, I'm married, I have four boys, and um, we had moved from New York, moved to Florida, and it was a little difficult transition I was making uh, here in Florida because um, I was trying to find work and so forth, and it was difficult, you know. And uh, what I was doing at the time, I wasn't making enough, but I was making some money, and I had a car, that was giving me some problems. I had gotten an older car. And, um, you know, just like any struggling family, you take whatever you can and you're going to work your way up and so forth. And um, one of the guys in church came to me and gave me, quote-unquote, a, a gift, you know, from God. And this gift from God was this old beat-up car that cost me more money and got me in more trouble than I've ever had in my life with cars. Um, he wasn't given giving that from God, not because the scripture tells us. And so we have to be honest with people and we have to call people out when they do, um, horrible things and, and selfish and nasty things. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from God. If it's not good and perfect, don't take it. You understand what I'm saying? God is not that way. He's not going to give you something that will cause you to be laborious and painful. The blessings of the Lord uh, brings wealth without any painful toil. Don't let them dump something on you. I was a young Christian, and I was desperate. And I always tell people, do not allow your desperation to make you desperate. Remember that. Do not allow your desperation to make you desperate. Because you'll do things like what I did. And I took this car, and it was a burden on me from the day I took it. And so when people are offering you things from, uh, uh, make sure you bring the word to them and show it to them. The Bible says in James chapter one, verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from God. If it's not good and perfect, tell them, no, thank you. Just tell them, I'm going to believe God to bring me a good and a perfect gift and embarrass them in front of their face so that they will do that. And if you are going to give a gift, make sure you fix the car up and you give it to that person. Now that, is honorable, and the father would be blessed with that. The other route is someone dumping a car on this poor family, that struggling family that was trying to um, get a leg up, and it was absolutely insulting to God that what they did. And um, so make sure that you understand that every good and perfect gift comes from God. Anything else is just charlatans giving you stuff to get rid of it. Uh, off their hands. So now let's continue about the Word of God, because the Word of God, we're talking about this, okay? The Bible tells us that Jesus made a statement, his disciples said, teach us to pray, and God, and Jesus tells them, you know, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he's talking about the will of the Father supersedes everything. It, it supersedes yours and mine, politicians, every single person on this planet. God the Father's will supersedes all of us because he tells us that. And Jesus said that. He says, every man and every woman, is their heart is in my hand. I can move it around as way as I can. And it tells us that he does do that. And he does that on the behalf of his children and also to fulfill his 
will, his timeline while we are here on this planet. So I don't care what is going on around the world. My father's in control. You know why? Because he put all those people in place so that they can bring about his will on this earth. And remember, he did say he created both the wicked and the just. So he created them too. So don't be afraid of them. And so that's what he's always telling you. Don't be afraid of them. So let's go back into our study. We're seeing now then that God is a person. He's God that he cannot lie. He's an individual, if you will. He's not a man. He's an individual that cannot lie. It's impossible to lie. So the things that you and I are reading in the Bible when it comes to the, to not the cultural things, when it comes to the Word of God and the principles of God, because the Bible has several things in there. He's dealing with culture. He's dealing with history. He's dealing with all kinds of stuff. But there, um, uh, scriptures dealing with the principles and the word, the, you know, that type of stuff. And so when it comes from God, okay, it is truth. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth. And so if you and I want to get anything from God, we have to bring truth into our situation. And so whatever your situation is today, and I've said this before, you guys are hearing me talk about it over and over and over again, because I want you to become listeners, not hearers. Because the Bible says that uh, it is hearers that uh, um, receive from God. And so it's not listeners, but it's good to listen, but listen with an intent to hear and once it's switched, the Bible says faith is present at that moment. Before that, there is no faith. So you have to become a hearer of the word. And once you become a hearer of the word, the Bible says you will become a doer of it. So, and it tells us that uh, if you're not a hearer and a doer of the word, that you're not going to get anything. You're just someone who's just spouting nonsense. So we see then that Jesus makes the statement. He says, I am the way. So now... If he says, I am the way and the truth, we have to come to him for the way to come out of our situation. I am the way. Whatever situation you're in, go to him who is the way and he will give you some truth about what you're in. And he says, this truth is going to do a couple of things to you. Okay. So let's see. Number one, we know that he cannot lie. So if he cannot lie, we know then that we have to bring ourselves in obedience to him. So everything else around us is a lie. Your circumstances is a lie. Um, why? Because as I said before, your circumstances will change. And it has changed. Take a look at your life and see that every single situation that you went in that you didn't think you were going to come out, you're standing here today, you're out. So then your situation does change. And so that's not the truth. The truth is something that never changes, regardless. And so um, the truth is going to set you free, the Bible tells us. But you have to want to be free. Jesus asked the question to uh, the man that was at the pool waiting for the angels to um, to touch the, uh, the water. Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? Wow, that's a powerful question. You know, think about it. The man has been there for years, and Jesus looks at him and says, do you want to be healed? Some people might be, um, you know, just happy where they're at. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message, but if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com/slash-switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within forty-five days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than forty gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at four eighty p. See mintmobile.com for details. Um, it could be that they, after all these years, he had given up. He had just, um, no, uh, I'm comfortable here, if you will. He could have settled. But Jesus asked him the question, and the question kind of pinpointed where he was. He's like, oh, heck no. I don't want to be here. I want my healing. Jesus says, well, get up. You know, so Jesus asked him a question, though, while he was waiting there to be healed. So Jesus had to make sure that he was healed. These blind men are walking. Jesus, not the blind man. Jesus is walking. These two blind men uh, yelling, um, hello. You know, he's screaming at the top of his voice, son of David, heal our eyes. Son of David, heal our eyes. Jesus is walking, mind his own business. And the disciples keep telling and all the people kept talking to them, shut up, man. He's, leave Jesus alone. Jesus, they keep yelling, Jesus, heal our eyes. Jesus said, what do you, Jesus come, came over to them and said, what do, what do you want? And they said, we want you to heal our eyes. And he made a statement to them, do you believe that I can do that? And they said, yes. And the Holy Spirit stopped me and asked me, he says, what did they say? When did they say yes? He said, yes, Lord, we believe that you can heal our eyes. So Jesus' question caused them to crystallize what they want. When they crystallized what they believed, they got what they believed. Because they understood that Jesus was the healer. He was truth. Their eyes, the blindness on their eyes was a lie. And that Jesus said, he's going to bring some truth in their life. And he did. He brought some truth in their life and they saw. Because the Bible tells us that the truth is the stuff that is going to set you free. And so what they were in bondage to, that blindness, and God made them free, Jesus. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. So now let's go take a look at some of the things that the Word does, as I promise you. John seventeen seventeen, sanctify them by your truth. Your Word is truth. John six sixty three, in the Spirit who gave life, the flesh the flesh profited nothing. The Word that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. And that's what I wanted to bring to you guys about the Word of God. Remember we looked at when we looked at. Uh, in Hebrews, it says that the word of God is alive. And so what is it really? It is, it's a spirit. The word of God is spirit. And they are life. So you are now bringing in some powerful things into your situation that is dead. You're blind, you're broke, you're sick, you're dead. But you're bringing in life into it. And when you bring life, what is life? The word of God, the word that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And so this word that we have and that we are using to bring into our situation, the Bible tells us, calls it the word of truth. Ephesians 1.13, in him also trusted after you heard the word of truth. So the word of God is truth. God can't lie. So then, you again, you've got to make up your mind about the Word of God and about your situation. Which one would you want to stay in? Which one you want to manifest in your life? 
It is your choice, Second Samuel 7.28. And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true, and you have promised the goodness to your servant. What is that goodness? That goodness, is, the Bible tells us, is that salvation. Salvation in anything, not just born again, guys. Salvation in every situation that you're in. That's what God does. He specializes in that stuff. And so you have to bring him into it by the Holy Spirit. So what is he waiting for you? Let's, let's continue a little more and then we, we'll uh, go into what he's waiting for from you. Because it's very important that you understand that um, you understand what he's waiting for from you. Because um, I had done a study in the Bible for a year. I think I studied faith. And... Um, God had used that story with the blind man. He used many uh, situations in my life that came in that caused me to um, utilize faith. I failed sometimes, um, all kinds of stuff. So because I was learning at it, uh, it was new to me. And I was studying, and God said he's going to be faithful to his word. So he was teaching me because I had to go and teach other people about it. And so I had to learn how to utilize it. I had to learn what it is and how to recognize it with part of me and all those types of things I started to understand as I began to study. And so I began to learn from him how to utilize my faith, how to bring in grace, how to mercies of God, all these different principles and things that God was teaching. And I got my results. And so I want to bring the same information to you guys. And so we see Second Samuel says that, And now, O Lord God, you are God and your word, all your words, God, are true. And you have promised this goodness to your servant. That salvation that I talk about. First Kings 17, 24, Then he, the woman said to Elijah, Now by this I know that you are a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. That's what we've been talking about. The word of God that you are going to uh, release in your situation. Because this woman, um, that Elijah, she had a situation. Her son had died and so forth. You know, she had some situations, guys. And that man of God released some something. Something powerful. He released spirit and he relieved, released life into that. Jesus, when he uh, spoke to, to those guys, he released something. Spirit and life. And it got a results. But it, as I said, it's looking for an ingredient from you. And we'll get there. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works is done in truth. So in every situation that you in, okay? I got to put it that way, that you in. The word of God is right. So everything that you're in is wrong. The word of God is right. And so you got to put the word of God in that. Because of the works that he done, that he's done, is always in truth. Why? Because his word is truth. And so you got to put that word, regardless of how it looks. The entirety of your word is truth in Psalms 119, 160. And every one of your righteous judgments endure forever. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. I know this walk is really can be a difficult walk because you are our we're looking at things we want things in our timeline and that's when i started this study we looked at god's timeline and the reason why i did that because i understand that 
that's where we make the mistake is that when it's not manifested in our timeline, we step out of the word of God and we step out of trusting him and we begin to look at our situation and we begin to sink as we saw Peter did. And so I'm trying to keep you guys focused. So we see then that every word of God is pure and every word of God, the entirety of your word is truth. And so when you are introducing truth into your situation, they are spirit and they are life. Let's go to John chapter 8, verses uh, 38 through 32. And he was saying these things, many believe in him. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Where in your makeup is your knowing, if you will, when we started studying spirit, soul, and body? Yet man is, tells us that the mind is where the thoughts are. The will is where we make our decision. And the emotion is what is the stamp to our decision. So what is this scripture saying? And you will know the truth in your soul, in that part of you. When you know it, it will be deposited into your heart, as we said. The, part, the heart is the, 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 the depository of your thoughts that you agree to, and it got a stamp, and it, drive, it lodges in your heart. The Bible tells us that you and I are called to be disciples, and so a disciple is one who disciplines themselves in whatever art and whatever thing. So when you come to your situation... And you are then going to go after your blessing. You're going to have to become a disciple in order to get your blessing. I'm hoping you get this. You're going to have to become a disciple. Let's say you're asking for healing for your body. You're going to have to become a disciple with the word of God for healing for the body. And you have to understand that, that a disciple is one who disciplines themselves every day, every day, every day, day and night. If you meditate on this word day and night, it's going to do something to you, it tells us. And so we have to become a disciple if you abide in my word. So we are going to abide in this word. And I told you guys um, ask the Holy Spirit to give you that one scripture. There, there are hundreds of scriptures in the Bible for healing. And, you know, it's great to memorize all of them, but memorizing them is not it. You're trying to hear it, because when you hear it, that's when faith is. And so when you just take one that the Holy Spirit has um, quickened, if you will, to you, to your spirit, Go to the Holy Spirit, you have your list of scriptures, and read it. And ask the Holy Spirit, which is the one that you, um, which is the one for me? And he will quicken your spirit as you're reading it. And that's the one that you are now going to become 
a disciple by allowing that word to abide in you. What is the word of God? It is spirit and it is life. So you are abiding in spirit and in life and you are becoming um, alive, if you will, as you are gaining more and more, uh, um, as you're beginning to hear it. And as you begin to hear it, it will deposit in that depository of yours, which is your heart. And the Bible says that from there, man speak. And when you speak it, guys, the Bible says, and the truth will set you free. It tells us in John chapter 8, verses 36, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. What is the ingredient that God is waiting from you? Matthew 7, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that ask, receive. And he that seek, finds. And to him that knock, it shall be opened. That is the truth. That everything we just read there is truth. So he wants your faith. And remember what we studied when we looked at James, that a double-minded man, and we saw where the mind, what's housed in the mind, the thoughts of mankind. A double-minded man is unstable and on all all his ways, and he's not going to get anything. So you have to decide that the word of God is truth, that it's alive, and that your situation is not the truth, and it's alive. And then when you come to that conclusion, then you have one, only one way to go, where you have to choose the Word of God. The entirety of your Word is truth. So everything in there is truth. So now you have to introduce your truth. And Paul makes a statement, he says, the Word was, became effective to you because what? You mixed your word, the word of God that we preach to you with your faith. And when you mix, mix the word of God with your faith, you're cooking up some good stuff. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. You walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them through faith and patience, inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.